I was blown away at how good some of the 12 year olds were. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Incredible. You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about adventure and the gear that goes with it. <laughs> that was so good. Adventure. Adventure, <laughs> the gear that goes with it. So speaking of adventures, Greg... Um, doesn't I think it's every third day you adventure essentially like you are one of the busiest cats I've the ever seen out man <laughs> he really is and a lot of times with kids which is fantastic so I mean, most of the time with kids that's usually my goal true. I say like every adventure you go on is with your kids yeah okay what do you do without your kids I don't know you know Sleep. it used to be it used to feel like a little bit burdensome to take my kids to do stuff but now I like when I'm doing stuff without them it's almost like kind of lonely they're like my they're my squad now. And how old are they? Just so people know that you can do this with your kids. Totally. Yeah. My oldest is 10. And then that's Bruce. Yep. My daughter, Nora, is nine. Perry is seven. We call that back to back. Yeah. It's boom, boom. Definitely very close. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Rory's, she'll be two tomorrow, actually. Oh, no way. And he took a little gap, a few gap years there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you don't take Rory out as much because she's two. Yeah. I mean, we'll get there. But, but you'll get there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and by. By taking them out adventuring, and it is ski season, and you do like to ski, and so a lot of times they go skiing with you. But I know Bruce did his first free ride comp, yeah, ten, which was pretty sweet. So that yeah. was a few weeks ago. Uh, I had COVID. I was there. Yeah, um, didn't know I had COVID. <laughs> yeah, and emceed the event. It was a two day event, Saturday and Sunday. I was he was that the youngest age range or was there a age range younger than ten year olds? I don't uh, remember. U twelve was under 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 twelve. Yeah. Okay, so he, he was in that age group, which is the youngest. And so, I wonder who the youngest competitor was. Like, I don't know. I think there might have been like I think like an eight. They said there was an eight year old kid in there. That's sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, I was blown away at how good some of the twelve year olds were. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Incredible. Uh, and this is and Bruce is not on the team, so this is actually you have to like. I mean, this was not a public event per se. It's sort of yeah, a ski team. You had to be sponsored in. Yeah, so Bruce Bruce entered as an independent, but most of the participants are registered with some sort of a ski team. And Bruce is not on a ski team. He's on uh, Dad's, dad's hip. Dad's yep. ski team. Yeah, ski patrol team. A ski patrol team. Yeah. <laughs> so, and how do you do? Uh, he did okay. It was a good experience, I think, for him. It was not. Well, I would consider his best skiing. You see him every day. I do, I, yeah. and, and I and I, you know, essentially, I'm his coach. I'm, yeah. I'm the one that you know skis around with him all the time. First comp. Yeah, he's probably a little nervous. Definitely, and we learned a few things. Like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't up at the top when he was dropping in, and we learned that I'm his hype guy, right? Uh, like, he, I think yeah. 
He said that yeah. to me after the comp. He was like, Dad, I need you up there with me. Like, oh. And I was just like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I didn't really think of <laughs> were that. Were there parents up at the top? Uh, There were some, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, there was some weather after your kids went. Yeah. Before the, like, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, there was a weather hold that I thought, these kids are going to freaking die of exposure up yeah. on the ridge, man. <laughs> it was so cold and yeah. windy, and, and they were all right. The one kid came down, and uh, he had a great run. And I was like, yeah, that was really good, man. And the kid's like, I can't feel my hands. Like, that's the first thing he <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, I didn't have hand warmers. I can't feel my hands. And his mom comes down to him and she's like, let's get your gloves off and get your hands warmed up, you know. Yeah. But they stood up there for a long time. Luckily, the yeah. younger kids had already gone. Yeah, that was on day one when yeah. Yeah, they kind of dodged the bad weather. Yeah, day two was pretty good weather day. So. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. sunny. It wasn't like yeah. super warm, but it was, it was mild weather all day yeah. on day two. Yeah, it was a cool experience for him. I think we'll do more. Um, said, Can you travel to events like that? Because that was just the only one, right, around yeah. here? All yeah, year? They, they do them all over. Um, and the the United States is broken down regionally. I can't remember the name of the region we're in, but they do one at, like, Snowbird. The the championship, I think, is going on right now at Targi. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so for these youth events, you get – I'm kind of speaking out of, out of turn here because I don't totally understand how it works, but I think you get, like, points for each – each one that you participate in, and if you accrue enough points, you can go to the championship okay. at the end of the season, nice. I guess. Or and so, yeah, a lot of these kids who are on teams like this, uh, the team who put it on was the Snow Basin Ski Education Foundation. Yeah, and so that's, I mean, they probably get out well at least once a week, probably oh, a couple yeah. times a week. Some of those kids <sighs> ski every day. To um, that's awesome. yeah, and I mean with a coach, yeah, going down practicing free ride stuff yeah. or whatever. So yeah. uh, plus if it's your home mountain, you know, where Bruce's home mountain, I'm making excuses for Bruce right now, <laughs> but his home mountain is powder. Yeah. It's not, it's not basin. Right. And I, and if you ski powder all the time and you bump over to basin, you realize, Oh, basin's got some steeps. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. So a little different kind of terrain, for a little sure. different. Um, and, and especially where the event was, which is super cool spot. It's, was it off a of lone tree? Yes. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And there's, you know, you got kind of got to know the place to get over oh, there. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a it was a cool experience. I mean, um, talking about different types of terrain and how it was. So when Bruce and I are free ride skiing, you know, if Bruce is going to hit a a rock or a cliff or a drop or something, it would always be me doing it first, kind of towing him in, showing him. And we figured out for competition that it doesn't work. You know, he's got to he's got to send him on his own. So he's been doing that a little bit more since. Which is so because he could watch dad and sort of get a vibe for how fast you went sure. and where you landed. Yep. But if he doesn't practice that himself, yep. going first. Go for it. We, we talked yeah. about it after the comp and like, you know, I asked him about, you know, was he nervous or whatever? And we kind of learned a few things from the whole from the whole experience. And that was one of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, he, been, but he kept up. He finished middle of the pack somewhere, right? Didn't yeah. He? Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did decently. He wasn't, you know, didn't crush it. Didn't didn't do terrible. For, for not being on a team and right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not too shabby. Uh, there was a kid, I, th- I want to say he was under 12. He did, what, two 360s on the way down? Yeah, that was Kobe Bilbro. I think you'll start seeing that kid's na- name Dude? more and more all the time. Unreal. Yeah, he was, he was special for sure. Is that that kid's the guy got, that came into the shop? Yeah. Okay. So he's he's uh, 11, I think. Um, he'll be in the mm. next age group up next season. But me and Bruce spend, spent the two days kind of hanging out with him and his dad and his dad showed me some of the videos of him skiing and the kids you know he's landing 720s and double back no, what double a, a double back yeah yeah his dad showed me videos Jesus. of it does he take gymnastics i mean how does he? no so they're from uh ketchum i think they told me sun valley yeah. area and he's okay. on he's on their 
park and pipe team up there and he okay. he obviously competes in free ride but i think yeah. um he 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 was a registered independent as well cuz his local mountain doesn't have a free ride team for his age group i think okay but anyway really talented kid like i said i think i think that kid will again 11 yeah that's wild yeah, yeah. <laughs> so double backs at he, 11 that that kid was clearly in a completely different level of skiing than everybody else in the age group I yeah mean, from what yeah. i saw you know i wouldn't say that bruce was the best there by any means but he was right up there in the mix with most of the boys that finished well except for this kid was just you know yeah and i was surprised at the range of skill level in each age group yeah. so there was um, there were skiers in the older groups that um weren't that weren't as competitive you know and and wrecked there were a lot of them who wrecked on the way down a mm-hmm. lot of bad spills some of them were sending it and going for it and and that was it was a good wreck yeah. some of them just just wrecked they just wrecked they yeah. good and then there was the one kid i don't know if you were there it was day two and it was like his entire run was he's gonna he's gonna hit a tree and then <laughs> and he's and he made it to the bottom like no problem like and i thought Okay, this was that was the scariest run I have seen all day. <laughs> it, the whole run looked out of control because it kind of was. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, especially towards the bottom. He had picked up some speed, and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna die. And he made it to the bottom, no incidents. And we're like, let's. Thank I think I said something on the microphone like, I hope your mom's not here because it was bad. <laughs> like it was like everybody was like, oh my god, how did he <laughs> save that? You know, <laughs> it was a pretty sketchy run. But there was <clears throat> there was kids hitting big jumps, yeah. big drops. And then there were some that would just ski essentially straight down the middle and not really hit anything and just yeah. kind of cruise down the middle. So I thought, oh, that's a pretty wide gap of a skill level within each age group. Uh, and it, and male and female. And, yeah. and there's like three or four age groups on the way up. But Well, yeah. I mean, when you get into the upper end age groups with the 17 and 18 year old and, and the males, especially like the guys that are winning in that age group are essentially pro skiers. Like they're, they're incredible. You'll see them on a yeah. film later yeah. in their life. Well, the the I think it was maybe the first or I think it was the first kid that dropped in on day two because they started with the older kids on day two. Yeah. yeah, and he so he's either seventeen or eighteen, but he dropped in and uh, Lone Tree's got the two shoots right, and one's kind of a little bit higher and one's lower, and they're separated by a a rock band, and then they kind of open up into one big shoot a little ways down. But he dropped into the upper shoot, took a couple moguls, and then aired it off the rock band like massive, and dropped into the lower shoot. Do you remember that? Did he do like a spread eagle or something over it, there? It was huge, and it <laughs> yeah. was like it was like right to start it out, like immediately on, on yeah, day two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and remember that. that. Yeah. Um, nobody hit that on day one. No, no. Day two was like wildly more competitive than day one. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, those those older kids, you get into that you know seventeen, eighteen age group, and the ones that are competitive with it are really good. Like mm-hmm. you know, they're they're very talented. How do they score like? I don't know, but yeah. they take their time scoring. So really? somebody would come through, and then um, we you would wait. A, I mean, a good two three minutes before they would like clear. Let the next like, person go. Yeah, good yeah, for yeah. the next for the next person. The only and that was frustrating. And I, I'm an announcer. I'm not a judger. And so on day one, when we kept having uh, holds, like the clouds are coming over, I I was like, judges, like hurry up because. The time is now, like, like we got a weather window, you yep, know, and yep. they're adding their, they're doing their Point thing. Up, and yep. I hear it's actually very complicated because there's multiple things the kids are judged on. And so it takes a minute. 
and I'm over there like freezing, like, like let's go, let's go, let's get these kids down the hill. Yeah. I, I think oh. there was five criteria they judge on. I got an email back, I can't remember what it was, but it had to do with like form, style, you know, technicality of your run or whatever. Yeah. So there's like, you know, ca certain categories that they judge. I, I could never be a judge. It happened, the kids ski down so fast. Mm -hmm. And I think you need, you almost need to see them all too to compare in your head, like, okay. Yeah. Now, you know, because as you go throughout the day, you sort of see like the kid at the beginning that you thought was really good was like, oh no, actually he was just okay because these other kids are crushing it, right. you know. So yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't judging I, I, would be hard. I agree. I think when you're judging judging kids relative to another kid, it can get really complicated because that's kind of what you're doing essentially, right? Yeah. Like, now these were like pro judges, so yeah, they know what they're doing, but I don't know. It'd be hard without knowing what they do. Yeah, sounds hard. Well, they, one of the things that I saw in there is if you fall. You, you DQ your run, right? Like, it doesn't Same. matter how rad it was, like, if you Same. go down. Whoa. But there was some ambiguity there because there was some kids that did really well, scored well, that I saw, you know, put a hand down or whatever. But yeah, what if you save it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, One kid hit the big drop uh -huh. and then his head went back and because yeah. he landed too far back and his head bounced yeah. off the – but he – He's kept skiing. It. Well, if you, if so, you uh, land back seat and your butt hits the ground, but you're carrying enough momentum that you can stand back up on your skis, yeah, is that a wreck? Is like that I, a wreck? I, don't, I don't know. No, we need hmm. the judges. Where's yeah. the judges? Yeah. They need to come here. Yeah. <laughs> huh, Definitely well, interesting, though. Yeah. Be nice to know what they're looking for, too. Yeah. Like I said, I got an email that had all that stuff in it, but it was, mm. you know, that was two months ago. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, before signing up? Or was it? Uh, it was like oh. the day of sign up. Was it? Oh. When was it? It was like. End of January, wasn't it? Um, so I got yeah. no. That was weeks. the middle of February. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So time time three, flies. Three, four weeks. It is. Yeah. And then, so speaking of events, and then you did uh, what Rose Club event did you do? Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm up at Powder Mountain a lot. Rose Club had uh, an event on Saturday that my girls kind of snuck into. It was meant to be. Uh, it was. It's Greg's a, mo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can I sneak my kids into? <laughs> so it was a, it's a women. The Rose Club is a a women's skateboard club local to our area here, okay. and this event was meant to be kind of snowboard only. Oh, okay. So they had a couple of features built up, and it was women's only snowboard. But they, my, your kids ski. My girls are okay. skiers. Okay. But they got bibs and skied anyway. Okay. But and it, it was cool. It was it was really fun watching. Uh, both of my girls are improving dramatically as skiers right now, but. Uh, my daughter Perry especially is really taking off, but it was fun watching them just throughout the day progress on the tabletops in there. You know, yeah. it'd start out just kind of rolling off the top, and by the end of the day, both of them were. Were there like coaches or no? There's just features you could. Yeah, get. they had two little rails set up and then two tabletops, and they were all within like a hundred yard span of each other. So it was just like a short little course that you could sweet lap through. But yeah, anyways, it's a cool. Ladies event. only, girls only. Yeah, and some of the. Some of the chicks from the Rose Club were shredding, like just yeah. throwing throwing some big stuff in. It was pretty cool to watch. That's awesome. So, that was a powder. I think they did yeah. three events this year. Yeah. Was that the last one? I don't know. Huh. I'm not sure. Might be able to might be able to search that. But all right. Anything else coming up? That's pretty good. Yeah. Two, on yeah. Putting Perry or Bruce in competitions next year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, both of them are interested in doing it. It's cool because Perry's talking about it more now. That's without, awesome. Like Bruce, I kind of prompted him on it a little bit, but <laughs> Perry's now, now Perry's just jumping in on it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's another Rose Club night. It's March 21st, so that is at five. Oh, it's, it's night skiing. Yeah, so 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and 
at sundown up there. It's because that's the only that's a night ski course. Yep. And they will have it's female focused. It's eighteen bucks a ticket. Sweet, that's cheap. Yeah. Pretty pretty wow. uh pretty cool spot. Plus, yeah. uh, you know, if there's any ladies looking to get into snowboarding or skiing, it's a, a really welcoming environment. Those those uh, gals are really cool with each other and very encouraging and it's not it's not an intimidating kind of thing if you're trying to kind of branch into that world. Definitely not a dude fest because it's all ladies. Yeah. It was yeah, definitely all females. All females. Uh this weekend, I think. Oh, there's a turn and burn coming up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's April 9th, snowboard only. That obviously. Always entertaining to watch. If yeah. anybody's got you know, the day to kill on April 9th, you can cruise up there and watch that event. It's a lot of fun. Backcountry base camp is this weekend up at Powder Mountain. Yeah, that's right. That's this weekend. Um Well, depending on when this comes out, we should say it's March nineteenth. So Whenever this airs, that was so much fun. <laughs> Country base camp was rad. Uh, yeah, it's March 18th. Okay, cool. Well, good stuff. Um, all right, we can close. We'll close this one out. That was some. That's eventing with kids. Greg's the best at it. Get your kids out there. He is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, it's in, you've inspired me to be active more. It was so funny. I was like, uh, Sunday, I don't remember what I was doing. I asked my kids if they wanted to go do something outside. And it was like, nah, nah. nah no, no. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. I thought about it. I'm like, oh, no, we're going to make them. Yeah. You gotta, so I think you got to make them a little bit. Push them a little. Not make them, but you know, got to push them a little. for my future. No, I make them. Like they're, it's funny. Like even, I think adults do this too, but it's weird how people will avoid doing something that they enjoy doing. Totally. No, I'm totally, um, <laughs> Uh, one one of the best example for me would be like an early early morning ski tour. Yeah, nobody wants to get up at freaking four o'clock. Yeah, freezing, literally freezing cold. Sometimes zero degrees at right. the start, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you're like ten minutes in, and it's like the greatest thing you've ever oh, yeah. done yeah. every time. Yep, that's touring is the and but like none of that. Hits you until when the alarm goes off yeah, in the no. morning. I go, oh, it's just stupid. I was the only reason you go is to meet your friends you know yeah. it's like yep. oh man i was like super impressed when we did the midnight october ski day mm-hmm. with bruce that was yeah. like that was awesome because like a kid is doing that yeah we no hiked, kid. hiked up and skied a glacier in the dark not a lot of kids do that unreal <laughs> yeah. yeah that's so cool all right close us out what's our close out here tune in to the gear 30 podcast find us at gear30.com thanks so much uh, for shoppinggear30.com. Right now, winter goods are 25% off. So shop winter goods, winter hard goods. It's the end of the season. We had a really good sale through year, but we do have some stock, especially on boots. Will they be 25% off when this airs? Probably. Probably. Uh, 25 off ski boots, some skis. We have some heads on there that are pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a few bindings still kicking around. Yeah, the binding. And then some a couple of snowboards and snowboard bindings as well. So that stuff's – get it on the cheap at the end of the year. We're definitely starting to get thin on winter hard goods, but I th- still think there's kind of something for everybody in there if you're looking to gear up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Again, gear30.com. Also, we have a new film out on our YouTube. It's a short film that Bryden, who is a thru-hiker, shot while thru-hiking. It's called The Green Band. Um, in Sweden. Yeah, thanks. It's fourth, third, fourth American to ever do it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah pretty sweet. That's it's way it's cool. a some sort of really long through hike. Anyway, it's a beautiful video. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's up on our YouTube. It's a gear gear thirty on YouTube. 
Um, I think that's a wrap. Whoop. You. <laughs> Chat with you next time. <laughs>